as a manager, you've got to be better at your game. You've got to be much more about goal setting. You've really got to coach and provide that feedback and really allowing flexibility in the office when it comes to managing and retaining this generation. We're back. We've got another episode of the ROI podcast ready for you all. And I am really excited about this show. And with me today, we have Luke Cooley for the second time in a row filling in for Phil Powell. How are you doing today, Luke? Not bad. Well, we're excited to have you here for the second week in a row, Luke. And we're also really pumped to bring you this episode because we're talking about something that's caused quite the buzz in the business community and that's managing this new workforce of millennials in the up-and-coming Gen Z generation. Right, and Shane, every generation has their stereotype. For millennials, people assume they're entitled, don't have a work ethic, aren't disciplined. But baby boomers were saying the same thing about Gen X a few decades ago. Yeah, definitely. But the reality of this is that this generation of workers is here to stay. And firms are still trying to figure this out and adapt to managing this new breed of worker. And we're going to be helping you all with that on the podcast here today. Today, you're going to be hearing from Valerie Grubb, a Kelly MBA. She's principal of Val Grubb & Associates, an HR and operations consulting firm. Val has served in numerous leadership roles throughout her career, including vice president of operations for Oxygen Media and NBC Universal. She recently published her second book, Clash of the Generations, Managing the New Workplace Reality. In 2015, millennials surpassed Gen X to become the largest generation in the American workforce. And early this year, millennials surpassed baby boomers as the nation's largest living generation. And at the present time, by 2020, millennials are going to be 50% of the workforce. So... Let me tell you, you need to figure out this equation. And through research and her own life experiences, Val says there's been so many variables that have changed in the workplace, something many people just couldn't predict. And I call this like a nomadic generation. More than 60% of millennials stay in jobs less than three years. And that's a pretty staggering number when you think about turnover. And you've got to figure out how you're the company that becomes the exception to that. But why is that? Why do millennials not stick with the same company for long periods of time like their parents and grandparents did? When I think about distilling, if you will, the lessons from Clash of the Generations, I think that it's really critical that when it comes to work ethic that you understand millennials have work ethic. It's just that loyalty isn't really part of that definition. Because guess what? Raise your hand if you have a millennial child or a grandchild We're the ones who taught them that companies are no longer loyal to us. So therefore, what you really need to be loyal to is yourself. So basically what she's saying is that these millennial and Gen Z generations aren't as committed to their employers because they saw their parents and grandparents get let go after they had dedicated years to their jobs, right? Exactly. So as a manager, you have that obstacle. But then you've also got the working style these new workers are much different in the way they work compared to previous generations. 
And Val says these generations aren't lazy. They just have different expectations from their employer. They have all of the elements of work ethic. Um, they're honest. They're diligent. Uh, they're trustworthy. They're dedicated. They're determined. They just go about it differently. They don't want to be sitting in an office for eight hours or nine hours or ten hours a day. They want a manager who understands that, hey, I got a life here, so I don't mind checking work email at, from home, but oh, by the way, if I want to check my Instagram account at the office, I don't want you having an issue with that either. When we think about how you're going to harness this talent is, is certainly, I would say, just figure out that flexibility equation. Focus on results versus how or where they get done. Um, I remember I had one of the first employees at Interactive Corp. I, I hired a, a young woman who had blue hair. And I am telling you, it incensed our CEO, uh, who just could not understand, A, why I had possibly done that and, and how she could possibly be good. So the great thing is, is I showed lots of data and, and he readily came back to understand that perhaps blue hair was A-OK -okay based on her sales results. As I coach my clients, one of the things that Gen X and Boomer managers decry is how my millennial employee wants to be CEO and they'd like it to have it next year. And my comment to that is encourage that. You want the employee who wants to be CEO. Teach them the culture that here that may not be possible. But guess what? They may go start their own company and become CEO. You bet you what I'm going to come back and teach you is what it means to be a good CEO, being visionary, uh, being inspirational. So that in a year, if you leave my company and go start your own company, you'll now come back and actually have a great chance at inspiring and being visionary and leading employees. Remember, we were all young once, right? We were all had that excitement for joining the workforce. I had a, a young man working for me who wasn't that excited because my department was taking over company insurance and I was going to have him as the focal point. I said, you know, it's all boring right up till the fact that you're the chairman on the board of directors and your company gets sued. Now tackling insurance was completely reframed. That's my job as a manager to get people excited about the boring things, just as exciting about the exciting parts of any job. You have to take a completely different approach to this younger workforce. Val's example of that fits right in line with what we know about millennials. They don't want to just accept the status quo and sit at their desk from 9 to 5. They want something meaningful. Younger employees are demanding it. This is the smartest generation that's out there right now. Millennials have more college education than any other, and that's why they're bringing that enthusiasm and that real understanding of themselves and how business operates. You know, I always say, look, if you're expecting somebody to be in there 10 years before you're going to give them something exciting or meaningful or interesting, you have lost them. And that's on you. That's not on these, that's not on these millennials who, who are jumping. They're jumping for other great opportunities. When an employee leaves, the learning must have stopped. And that's the key that at whatever position that they are in, that, that you've got to continue that learning. So you've got to do creative things, which I think we did a lot in B-School. Sort of that, what is it, experiential learning mm -hmm. of where they're actually doing. And that's the thing that I think that the difference in B-Schools now is that 
it's not the classroom learning. You're out there dissecting companies. So they're going to want more exposure to more within the company versus your own little world. And it's your job to come back and, and make that happen. Wow. Managers, take note on this. So Val is saying, unless you are giving your millennial and Gen Z employees exciting new opportunities or you're keeping them engaged, you'll lose them. And of a lot of that blame, it points back at you, the manager, the employer. That's really interesting. Yeah. And if you're not sure how to keep them motivated, Val gives an example. I remember having a conversation with uh, my uh, a gentleman who was leading our janitorial staff. And we had, a, we had a day matron, and this day matron's job did nothing but went around and cleaned restrooms. And I said, she needs to understand that if, if we have the CEO of Charter come in and the bathroom is trashed, what, what's that going to say about our company? And guess what? She was there with us for the eight years that the company was there and never left. That's very unusual in janitorial staff. But she, she was a part of the organization, and she felt that. As a leader in organizations, it's up to you to build that loyalty. And it really means that you care about the employee, not just in their professional life, but also in their personal life as well. So Val's big takeaway for all you listeners and managers out there, Create an environment that millennials and Gen Zs can thrive in, and the loyalty that will come. One of the biggest tools I ever used was I created mentoring relationships with people outside of my department. The goal is, is so that they get an opportunity to see leadership from a different perspective, it helps expose them to other executives within the company. It's, it gives them a third leg to go to, and, and it just comes back and solidifies them as being part of a team. And guess what? If it came to the day that they started feeling antsy or not learning, okay, fantastic, where do you wanna go? How can I help you get into your next journey? And they're, they're still out there singing your praises because you were the greatest boss on the planet. You do not ever want to lose that zest for life, that zest for learning. You know, you, you get this taste of it in B-School. And, and as a manager, the more that you can keep that learning and that zest for learning alive, you get loyalty to you that will last you a lifetime. Well, this was some really fascinating information when it comes to managing this new workforce. And one thing that really resonated with me, Luke, was when Valerie talked about this shifting the responsibility on management and creating an environment in which this newer workforce wants to stay. And that really involves making some changes to the traditional business model. Yeah, it's all about engaging those employees, giving them opportunities to learn new skills or give them some opportunities to advance. And by doing so, you're drastically increasing the chances of them staying with your company. Yeah, and by doing that, you're ultimately saving money by not having to hire and train new employees, which this all comes down to at the end of the day. Well, thank you to Valerie Grubb, and be sure to check out her book, Clash of the Generations, Managing the New Workplace Reality. You can find it on Amazon right now. 
Don't forget to subscribe to the ROI podcast and leave us a review on iTunes. Let us know how we're doing. And we'll talk to you all again next week here on the ROI podcast. Mm-hmm.